Good evening, Patriots, and it's Tuesday, May 24th, year 2022, on the West Coast, and the East Coast, you're already hit Wednesday. Enjoy a happy Wednesday. We'll catch up with you here pretty quick. Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. There's a lot of stress going on, and I'm very serious about this. And having good sleep products, comfortable sheets, amazingly comfortable pillows is really essential for your health and your well-being. One of the places to get the best products, like the only place to get good products like that, is MyPillow. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation landing page with all the latest featured specials. And there's a tremendous amount of specials going on for Memorial Day weekend. Six, up to 66% off on many, many items. And there's still the buy one, get one offer, BOGO offer that Mike Lindell has been promoting all week. So let me give a quick message here from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. That's the Bards Nation's landing page. Your promo code is bards, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that same promo code anywhere on the Frank Speech site, the My Store site, and of course, for the best of best sleep products, the MyPillow site. And if you want to use your time wisely, <laughs> I guess we all do, right? And you want to talk to a real human being because that gets you excited rather than speaking to digital. You can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Use your promo code BARDS. You won't regret it. That's a Patriot Pillow Counselor that's standing by ready to help you out. So head on over there and you'll go like, hey, I need some pillows. They'll be like, got you covered. You got your promo code. You're like, you, do I have my promo code? My promo code is BARDS, brother. Are you listening to the BARDS FM podcast? And if he says no or she says no, say, I'll, I'll swap you a deal. I'll give you my promo code. You start listening to BARDS FM. Just like that. It all works. All right, Patriots. So check it out. MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS promo code BARDS. All right. Got a lot of cool stuff tonight. And uh, got an interesting couple of things. There's, um, I'm going to start with this um, nice little comment here, which I think is dead on. This is a post from Thomas Sowell. Have, I, have we reached the ultimate stage of absurdity where some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born while other people are not held responsible for what they themselves are doing today? I would say in general terms, yes. Now, as it looks here, more and more pictures are surfacing. And this Texas shooter is a trans. I want to put this in context. And I'm simply going to say this, and I'm sure someone's going to get upset, but whatever. 
Why is it that all the groomers, all these trans freak groomers, these rainbow warriors, why do they think kids aren't worth anything that it's theirs to deal with? I mean, I'm going to tell you something. Trans people are mentally sick. It's just the way it is. And they've been force feeding this garbage to us now for like the last few years, but at high speed, the last six months, like we're all supposed to accept and celebrate that somebody wants to whack off their weenie or sew on a new one. And I'm just about had it. And then you, there's a surface picture again, if you haven't seen it and you want to like get sick to your stomach, you're going to actually have to get bleach for your eyes. If you see this Klaus Schwab walking on the beach with stockings. Oh, he's basically nude. This is really awful. Uh, stockings and I can't even describe the rest of it. It's just, it's nightmarish. These people are freaks. I think that you have to really understand that it's not just that they're wanting power. They're freaks and they're cultivating a whole culture of freaks around them. These, this is literally, and there's freak is the only one that works because they embrace bizarre sexual practices they truly i don't think any of them have any illusion of thinking that if they fall in love with a horse they're gonna have whatever they need i'm serious these are sick people and it's total clown world unbelievable but here's something that's really interesting it's a great perspective and um there's a tweet that, or a post. This is all 4chan stuff. And the post says, it feels like they're losing. And I would agree. It may not seem like it at times, but it does because they're grasping at straws right now. But this is a really interesting post. I want to read this. This is, again, a 4chan post. They were rushed, it says. Their plans were for 2050. Then 2030, they didn't have CBDCs ready. That's the central bank digital currency. And we're upstaged by cryptos. Fiat is dying because we are out of cheap energy. On top of that, they need the ultra high technology and corresponding global supply chains, friendly global commerce, and trust in financial institutions and markets to maintain their, quote, digital control grid that they don't have, that they don't have even built yet. All that is f- failing, and they have failed to prepare our energy needs adequately. Adequately, The only proper answer was nuclear, and the excuse of total control of everything you spend is a lie, climate change. And Russia and China aren't interested. We need to wake up this stupid population in the United States, because there are a whole bunch of idiots here. And they're the same clowns that are out here walking around thinking that lab-grown meat is a good idea, that anything easy is the best way forward, that a UBI is somehow a gift, and this Nasera garbage is like going to be mana from the sky, which is going to be laced with gold and fill their bank accounts and make life easy. This is off the chain right now. and I'm not talking blockchain either. Off the chain. And, of course, you won't find anything about the Texas shooter in any of the media that says that it 
was wearing skirts because he it was wearing skirts. So somewhere behind there, there's a counselor, guarantee it. And when you find the counselor, you're going to find the drugs and you're going to find the hypnosis treatment or something like that. We're talking straight up MK Ultra conditioning on this one. I don't even have any doubt about that. It's just sickness, man. Total, total sickness. So I want to give you an update of kind of what went on today outside of the 18 children that were apparently murdered. So this is kind of what's important. And I'm sure there's no connection whatsoever to a random shooting in Texas and the murder of 18 children, which would translate to 18 sacrifices for Moloch while this is happening. Trial is underway with former FBI officials set to take the stand today to yesterday. Sussman, a main figure in the Durham probe, was charged with lying to the FBI in 2016 while pushing Trump-Russia ties while not telling about his background. Here with what to expect, the founder of Compact Magazine, Sorab Amari. Sorab, welcome back. What was the most significant thing that happened yesterday? Well, I think the most important thing that happened was the, the fact that we're now learning what the exact process was that allowed these fake allegations that led to one of the biggest political scandals in American history, how they made it as far as they did in the FBI, the breakdown in the processes, the withholding of Sussman's identity, not as some good Samaritan citizen, but as a campaign operative for the Clinton campaign. Uh, that issue. The fact that the FBI at that point uh, in, in the fall should have known that this is bogus information and yet as we learned um, they were uh, they, they kept the case right. kept going up kept going up and was treated as this valuable important public service issue that should be investigated jurors when it saw, was all bunk. Jurors saw a, an internal FBI intelligence report that indicated the FBI viewed Alpha Bank as closely connected to Vladimir Putin. Now, it was a marketing contact to the Trump Organization that was brought up. It should have been stopped there. If they knew Sussman's background, they wouldn't have pursued it. That, according to Ryan Gaynor, who knew they had a source that told them about a link between, a cyber link between Alpha Bank and the Trump Organization. But Ryan Gaynor said uh, they were, he provided two pieces of information. They said being that the name was withheld from him, he says if it, it prevented him from sharing Sussman's identity with the Chicago-based agents who were charged with following up on this lead. He said if I knew that Sussman was linked with Hillary, I would have stopped right there. But what is really crazy is the seventh floor of the FBI was a flutter, was fired up about this server, according to Joseph Pletka. He wrote an internal message. So that means McCabe and Comey and all those up there in the seventh floor looked at this and said, this is a great lead. So this reveals two things, and, and they're related to each other. The first is just the sheer deviousness of the Clinton campaign, which we now know the planting of this story, uh, according to Robbie Mook, a senior uh, uh, Clinton aide, that this went up all the way to Hillary herself. And by, by withholding Sussman's identity from federal authorities, they did a lot of damage. But the second thing, and it's related, is the politicization and the breakdown inside the FBI. All the processes that should 
could have prevented this from becoming, you know, a national psychodrama for four years, Brian. We talked about right. collusion, this, that. It was all nonsense. And if the, the FBI had been both more diligent, but also less politicized and less willing to be anti-Trump, perhaps we wouldn't have had the psychodrama. Bill Priestep, uh, the former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence, is set to testify. And they're, they're thinking about calling Liplau of uh, the New York Times. That's going to be significant because he was the one they were shoveling this intelligence to saying, can you follow up? We think there's a lot of there there. So the Clinton camp is shoving it down the FBI's throat and shoving it by the press's throat. And hopefully those worlds collide and they would. And CNN and MSNBC and all the networks are saying, look at this Russia investigation that led to the Mueller probe. And after two years, they should have known in two months that there was nothing there. And why Mueller kept pounding this, spending $40 million is beyond me. That's what's happening. That's why people got to pay attention. I appreciate it, uh, Saurabh. Thank so this is important because this is starting to hit finally mainstream discussion, which we've all known easily for two or three years. And, you know, the there, there thing, I'll slam my boot into there, there, there. I'll make sure I'm wearing some Danner nice logging boots with a steel toe or something like that. But it's this there, there is ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous. We knew the truth. And it's just like it took some it took all this time. And I understand that we're going through a legal process, but it's taken all this time for people to like finally look up and go, oh, my. You mean, you, you mean it wasn't true? You mean Russia wasn't the bad guy? This is what we're dealing with in a public that is, quite frankly, just there's a large chunk of this public that just walks around like zombies and all they want is to check into life. They want to get their job, have their couple kids, maybe a one and a half cats and maybe two and a half dogs and like half a picket fence or whatever the statistic is. And then what they want from that is they just want to die. I mean, it's like I want to live my, my work and then I want to have enough retirement so I can mow my lawn or something when I get older. And then I'll go to a retirement home. And my kids will never visit me, but that's okay because I'll live around a bunch of old people that talk about nothing, and I'll just wither away and I'll die. That's that's life in in the Western world. It's ridiculous. And the richness of what we've been given by Christ is life, like capital L-I-F-E, everlasting. And it sure as heck isn't boring. It was never intended to be boring or just I'm just going to mark some time here while I'm earth until I'm done. And then I go to church every Sunday and I do my little things. So God knows I'm here and I'm all good. And then when I'm all done, I'm just like punch my ticket and I'm out of here. That's whatever. They're going to be sweeping the floors for a long time. There's a lot going on. Alex Jones had a good update today. I'm going to play it right now. So you have the Durham thing going on which has now implicated the FBI at a deep level on the seventh floor, which we all knew the seventh floor. For those of you that are new to this channel, and um, get, <laughs> if you've walked into this one tonight, you're like, what, you're calling us stupid? Yeah, well, yes. If you were on that other side believing the Russian hoax and you're new to this channel, you're just going to have to look in the mirror and just re accept the fact that you were brainwashed and you acted like an idiot. But we welcome you. 
Once you repent, we're all happy to have you here. And with that, we have the seventh floor, which we all knew about. Another one of those tin hat conspiracy theory things, right? I really, I mean, one of the best quotes I, I read tonight, and it was literally this, it was, if you want to get through these times, make friends with a conspiracy theorist and keep them close. <laughs> like, yes, that's exactly right. That is how you will survive this, all of us together. Because it is, here it is right here. I, I quoted it a bit incorrectly, but this is from Just a Thought, and I'm just going to read it exactly. Go out and get yourself a conspiracy theorist friend. You're going to need one to understand what's about to happen. Perfect. Absolutely perfectly said. And we don't charge much. I promise. You won't. The bill won't hurt too much at the end of the month. But we're happy to consult. Donuts. You better be made. If, if someone wants to hire you, you better ask them right away. You're like, hey, are you a conspiracy theorist? Yes, I am. Um, can you be my friend? Do you know how to make donuts? Good ones? No. Learn and then call me. That's basically it. But anyway, let me give you this update from Alex Jones. It is a good one, and it's the perspective of what's happening on the global level. When you see actions like this that are in the open this aggressively and boldly, this is what you know about your enemy. The enemy is moving fast right now because they're losing ground. And so they're grasping at straws to try to grab as much territory as they can before they get the bulldozer run over their house and their head. But here, check this out. I come to you with very grave news. But the good news is humanity is waking up to this challenge. Evil always gets a head start when it launches its attacks. But that it always triggers we the people to come informed and to stand up. My friends, two weeks ago, the World Economic Forum, that is the globalist Bilderberg Group, merged with the United Nations, and they've now announced the last two days in their meetings in Geneva, Switzerland, open world government, new lockdowns, forced inoculations, carbon taxes, and food and energy rationing. And they said, we're doing this as a great transition to save you. Well, they fly in on large private jets and live in giant palatial mansions. They're telling us that we have to starve to death. Their new lockdowns they're proposing will kill the third world. And when the third world collapses, ladies and gentlemen, it will flood the Western world and we will collapse as well. This is so critical. They have their UN treaty. It wasn't public until a few days ago. They openly want to bring the lockdowns back, which again, they admit killed 40 plus million people, not from the virus, but starvation, but they don't humanize those people. They only focus in and scare you with a virus and they give you a shot that doesn't protect you and erases your immune system and causes blood clots, heart attacks, and more. Dr. Reiner Fulmick is on the broadcast right now. They're moving forward with investigations and charges for crimes against humanity and violations of the Nuremberg Code. You'll find that incredible archive of the ongoing interview once it's posted today. It's live right now at Band.Video. They censor Band.Video. That's why it's more important than ever that you share the links and videos from Band.Video and override these censors. God bless and good luck. So Alex Jones has been doing this a long time. He's been a roller coaster. However, and he's been up and down, but this dude over the, he's, he's hit more home runs than anybody in media. And, and I'm just going to say it. He was talking about 
these conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theories, conspiracy truths long before anybody even understood. And so you sound a little bit worn out right now. But I also know that he he puts out a ton of work. It really does. So um, right now he's put, getting some great guests on there. He had Dr. Sherry Tenpenny on. He had Dr. Lee Merritt on. He's really putting out some good information. And so it's anyway worth listening to because what he's hitting on there is dead on. And they've been doing this behind the scenes. The thing that really appreciate is that they are trying to get people to embrace the idea and convince people that meat's bad, food's bad. They're going to try to take it all away. These are desperate acts because they don't have any control yet. They're going to try. I mean, I, I don't have no doubt by the time we get through this, some retard in the government is going to get the wise idea of trying to walk into a community with some of their foot soldiers and try to force vaccinate. And the only thing that's going to come out of that at the end of that story is going to be a whole bunch of medevacs, and it's not going to be the people getting the shots. We're all kind of at our wits end on this and appropriately because they're starting to reach far beyond the idle threats and the garbage that was coming out of their capitals around the country. Like our bisexual freak of a governor, Kate Brown, who we haven't seen officially outside of some little like room. I'm still curious if she's like in a bunker or something, which she should be in this state. But anyway, we need to keep our eyes on the ball. And the, the focus of where we are literally is food and home security. It's the seven pillars of county by county. And at the center of all of that, the most important thing is God. And I, I'm going to, look, I'm like everybody else. I, I have had my moments in this last week, especially just rolling my eyes and just like, what in the heck are we doing? When I played this piece last night. This guy is talking about how he's taking his daughter to the mall and all that's around them is, you know, say gay, hashtag say gay. This is their latest garbage. And he said, he goes, I'm so sick of this world. I'm going to say it. I'm so sick of this world. This is the fallen world. It's ridiculous. And people that enjoy it or think it's normal, you can have it. Because we're not going to stay with it. We're going to remake what we need in this world, and then we're going to crush you because that's part of it. You're either going to join us and accept Christ in this walk, or we're going to crush you. It's pretty simple. Because we don't, we can't coexist with this nonsense. You can't coexist with people that are predatorial and want to impose their sexual habits on everybody, including children. There, there's no bargaining on that point that's such a hard red line it's like not touching it I mean that's literally like the the burglar walking in your house with a gun and you go oh can I negotiate with you no I'll negotiate with you and the negotiation goes with a slight action and it's like I'm going to give you no seconds I'm going to pull the trigger with since you've drawn a gun in my house and you're going to get introduced to double lot buck this is, the, this is what I'm getting at when I talk about like a zero red line right now because we don't have tolerance 
we've, we have amazing patience and grace. But don't confuse impatience and grace and temperance with this unlimited tolerance to where you become a rubber band and, and they're doormat. And it's not just a doormat because I, I'm going to get graphic, but I want you to hear this. It's not just a doormat. It's not like you're being walked on. They literally are enjoying walking on you, peeing on you, and defecating all over you, and then going, <laughs> you're such a fool, you're, you're a white supremacist. That's what they do. It's like, all right, not going to do it to me. I'm done. And, and that's when you start to visualize kind of the extremist attitude that they have, you're not going to sit down and break bread with these people. I mean, we, we're all about trying to build bridges. We are all about helping our neighbor. But I, <laughs> I'll help my neighbor until I find out he's a pedophile. And then there's a, oh, oh that's just not going to end that well. And hopefully he's not. I've said this all along. What you do in your bedroom is between you and God. But you bring it into the public square, expect it to be re- greeted the same way you're, you're trying to push it on us, which is not going to be well received, especially since you're going after people's children. And the thing that the left and these freaks on the side of this rainbow culture can't seem to understand, and I'm absolutely convinced of the fact that they don't understand nurturing. They've never had a nurturing relationship with their parents, or they have had one, but because they're so screwed up, they've gone to the psychologist, tell me... Find somebody in the LGBTQ movement that has not spent time with a psychologist. And I'll tell you, you're, you would not get rich. Let's put it that way. If you were paid a dollar or $20 for every person in the LGBTQ movement that has not seen a psychologist, you're going you're to go hungry. All right. And because of that, you're starting to see how it's so easy that they get manipulated. The world of psychology and the psychiatrist, the psychologist, two different things. Psychiatrists are medical. Psychologists are freaks for the most part. Never understood how you could go to college in four years and come out and then get a certification as a psychologist and have the wisdom and knowledge of how to help people along through trauma that they never had themselves. Christ can do that healing. They're just surrogate. They're just an in-between, another part of the Pharisees model. But anyway, I digress. The whole point here is you're going to find that these people have, are, have been convinced when they go to psychologists that they've had a traumatic relationship with their family. Oh, my dad treated me badly. Oh, my mom treated me badly. Oh, I, just, I was a neglected child. I was a latchkey child. On and on and on. I wasn't loved and appreciated because I was gay and I was struggling with all this garbage in my life. It's like, no, here's the problem. Somewhere along the way, you got crosswired. It was foreign to your parents because they probably had a moral code and you didn't fit in it. And instead of trying to just work through it with Jesus, you decided to walk under the banner of the rainbow culture. I'm not very tolerant of it these days, and it probably comes through because this war has been waged on our kids in this nation. And for those out there in the LGBT community that have not said anything about this grooming, you are as bad as the groomers. And it's absolutely sickening because this is a crisis in the nation 
and we have people in all ranks and all places, and we need to have that voice out there. So anyway, man, I get going on that topic. <laughs> I do. I, I, I get going on that topic. Listen to this piece. I think you'll find this interesting. In 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, when certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them after suitable buildups as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. And there you have it. It's right there. I mean, they, they have not hidden anything around this whole thing and how they're classifying people and what they're doing. And all of this is about, in all of it's anti-scriptural, anti-biblical, anti-God. Because what's at the core of everything that they do? They claim unity by creating judgment. They create, they claim unity by creating division. They claim unity by creating separation by color and race and all these things. I mean, we heard AOC last night is literally trying to make a justified argument of why fanatic, fanatical Christians are defending life. Murder's murder. I don't care how you cut it. And when you have a you're destroying life. No one wants to say this about this whole thing about children and abortion. No one wants to say this. And of course, you can probably expect that I will say this, which is close your damn legs and keep it in your pants. I don't know how else to say it. It's pretty simple. Because the last time I checked, getting pregnant didn't come from a virus, it didn't come from the wind, and it didn't come from some bug crawling up your leg. So it's just a matter of personal responsibility. And when you take the personal responsibility, oh my goodness, guess what? Life changes. But you know, the whole idea of this Illuminati, and it's been around us. We've, we're, we are listening now. We're hearing. I want to play this piece. I think you'll enjoy this. This is Weird Al Yankovic. And what I understand from... I'm going to break a secret here. You all are going to, when you see Bear next time, Armad, you're going to have to know this. He is a Al fan, a Yankovic fan. <laughs> so he's informed me that this is like seven years old. I had no idea. But anyway, take a listen to this. This is pretty cool. I think you'll like it. I never seem to finish all my food. I always get a doggy bag from the waiter. So I just keep what's still unshoed And I take it home Save it for later But then I deal with fungal rot, bacterial formation Microbes, enzymes, mold and oxidation I don't care I've got a secret trick up my sleeve I never bother with baggies, glass jars, Tupperware containers Plastic cling wrap, really a no-brainer I just like to keep all my flavors sealed in tight With aluminum foil. foil Never settle for less That kind of wrap is just the best 
to keep your sandwich nice and fresh. Stick it in your cooler. Cooler. Eat it when you're ready. But maybe you'll choose. A refreshing herbal tea. Cause I made this hat from aluminum foil. foil Where I had this foil lined In case an alien's inclined To probe your butt or read your mind Looks a bit peculiar, peculiar. Seems a little crazy But someday I'll prove There's a big conspiracy He had it down, man, seven years ago. He mapped it out perfectly, all with tinfoil. You know, sometimes I wonder, we should just, like, start a Bard's tinfoil hat club. That'd be pretty good. Everybody walk around with tin hats. Probably be better with this 5G wave that we're getting here right now. But I just thought that fit our nightly food theme anyway. That's good. Weird Al. I never knew he was so talented. I knew he knew how to smack the heck out of watermelons and stuff. But this is good. Enjoyed it. Patriots, the whole thing is that it really, we need to have laughter. We get, you know, there's a lot of intense stuff going on. And there's no question about it. And I can get equally fired up, as fired up as anybody. When we start talking about children especially. And there's really no real mercy that I can give father can give it and it's not really for me to give for those that harm children I mean that's a millstone issue and there's a lot of this going on and because it's at the core of how they gain power they they really believe that when they can harm a child they have demonstrated the ultimate in degradation of God's creation And in so doing, they've earned the right for Lucifer to give them power. It's like, all right, whatever. But God's bigger than them, and God's mightier than them. And that's the beautiful thing in this whole walk right now. And I really say this with with a lot of joy, is that as we have gone through our trials— and I find this even in myself. We've gone through a lot of trials. There's just things that just things just don't get under my skin like they used to. You know, I'm going to give you an opinion and a strong one. But I really could care less in the end because I say that not to be disrespective of the pain that's out here because there's a lot. But what I don't care anything about them, those in power, because I know something. And you know it. And we know it. 
God's got vengeance on this thing. And that he's called dibs. And I'm just like, okay. And all he's asked us to do is be steady. And the being steady part, I think, is where things get a bit confusing sometimes because we all want to literally do something to take out these people. And there is a process that is being executed. Well, that's a good term. That's a good word. I like that word. But anyway, there's a process that's being, that is literally being implemented. And that process is really shaping all of us because God's working through all of us. And when you sit back, and I've commented on this before, and we've looked across the field, and we look where we all were two to three years ago, and we look at where we are today, there's one notable thing that jumps out. In fact, I had a great conversation with one of my closest friends today, Special Forces sniper and medic, retired. He and I met in Afghanistan in, on the back of a Chinook helicopter. It's pretty cool. That's when we first met. So we were just talking today about how amazing, and by the way, an amazing Christian too. I mean, just wonderful man. And so we're just talking today how amazing it is that one of the most heavily armed countries in the history of humankind, if not the most heavily armed country. I mean, literally, I think there's probably like 100 million gun owners and like several billion rounds. There has not been a violent response to this. And at points, I mean, we've, we've kind of scratched our head at this a little bit at some points, but there has been an increasing rise in faith in this nation. And we can talk about how we can give compliments to people and say that's, that's wonderful and we've had great temperance as a people. I think it's a much different answer to that. That's God's hand teaching us the power of the sword of spirit. Because in this process, we've learned something about the Second Amendment, which is it is literally a standoff, which is exactly as our founding fathers intended. Not a hunting license, but a standoff, meaning they know very well if they come after everybody, it's not going to work. And they're going to try. They're, by the way, you can hear this rhetoric coming in full steam ahead now. They're going to try to get the gun control thing going. They're going to talk about the who coming into people and force vaccinating all this garbage. Whatever. Not going to happen, ever. It will never happen. And that's just up to us. And that's part of our gift from God, which is knowing that there's certain places that we must defend. This is like defending a wall, your home. If you're, there's a great scene by the way, if you've not seen this movie, you're talking about a really different look at a blessed preacher, and that's Machine Gun Preacher. If you have not seen that documentary, because it's out on Amazon, check it out. This guy was called, and he went to Africa, and he was interceding. He was interceding against the, 
the criminals that were trying to abduct children. And so he's on a radio show in this interview, in this documentary. And the guy is like, you know, how do you explain this? Have you killed somebody? How do you explain this? You know, one shall not, one shall not uh, kill. And, and he responds, he says, no, he says, one shall not murder. And then he goes on, he says, what would you do if a gang of armed people came in and tried to steal your children and took your children? What would you do? And the guy just instinctively, the guy's interviewing him, just instinctively said, he goes, I'd go after every damn one of them. It's like, he says, okay, there you go. Protecting God's children. He did amazing work. You may not like his style. I, his personality isn't one that I would, you know, I don't sit here and go, oh, yeah, he's great, great, cool guy, whatever. He's got an intense style. But I'll tell you what, you want to see a perspective of somebody that has red lines, like will not cross. This does not happen. He's all it. Worth seeing. I'm serious. It's a good lesson. And it's good to see that we don't have much of it. And it's, it's very real. It's also the Hollywood version of it isn't bad, but it doesn't have the grit of the personality of who he really is. And I, and I mean that from a Hollywood perspective, the, the Machine Gun Preacher Hollywood version, not badly done. But the real guy, man, he's got some, he has some grit. And I, I love how he is because we're in that time now. And one of the great quotes about him, they asked, I, and I want to say it was his aunt or something like that, and they said, what do you think of him? And, and she said, he was called for this time. He is for this time. And I think that's really well said. We need, we need intensity right now. Our children are at risk. God didn't ask us to sit on the sideline and just let them be ravaged. We have predatorial freaks trying to groom them to be confused and ultimately be victimized by their pervert, perverted sexual practices. We have threats going on everywhere, which is really heart, disheartening for children because they don't know how to live because children are affected by adult fear. We have the obligation to show children no fear. And I think this is an important point as I'm going to kind of wrap this tonight with Matthew 13, 24 to 30, but Here's my point of all of this is through all of this crazy, and there's a lot of it, and we've heard a lot of it tonight. From Durham to Alex Jones, we heard we had the whole issue of Texas today. This is impacting children, and it's designed to. It's designed to scar them, destroy, the, destroy their confidence in a world that God brought them into. Where do we fit in? And we have the most profound role right there. And that's truly the sword of the spirit. It isn't about having to show a child vengeance. That's not even in, in the cards. What we need to show is the strength in the midst of this to find laughter, to find strength, and to provide the skills that we can pass on to them that give them confidence. Things like good, good skills like martial arts and good gun practice, bow and arrow, how to sharpen a knife. Those are good basic skills every child should have. But with that, and I, I, you heard me say martial arts first. Why? Because there's a martial aspect that we must bring back to our culture, which gives children confidence, but it doesn't teach them how to be a bully. It teaches them how to be great and powerful 
by knowing that they can handle themselves. I don't know if how many of you have studied martial arts, but I will tell you that's at the core teaching of almost every martial art is it's never about becoming an aggressive fighter unless you're attacked and then you're ruthless. But it's about having the confidence to know that no matter what comes at you, you're going to be able to overcome it because you've learned how to hold yourself well as a warrior. We need that. And children need those examples. And I don't care who teaches it, men or women, it's irrelevant. And only men or women, because if you're not in that gender category, you're a freak. That's where we need to be in bringing these children up. And we need to be setting these examples for children. And that's not just in our own household. That's in presence of others. And it's there. We, we have to have the confidence. Children are don't understand the world. They're curious. Now, I was up on the property today, and there's a couple new calves up there, and one of them, a little bit bigger one. He's been around a little while. And I was laughing because it was like watching a very, in a simple way, watching a child. Because as I came up, he ran away. But then he didn't want to run away totally. He had to go hide behind a tree and watch me for the next 20 minutes. But didn't want to come closer, but he just stood there and watched me. Because like all young beings, they are curious. And they lack, with the curiosity, they lack some of the instincts that will keep them alive. That's what mothering does. Nurturing does. And then what do the fathers do? The fathers teach that beautiful skills of being confident and strong and leadership, hopefully. And you put those two together, and it's a powerhouse of raising up something beautiful that God gives us to nurture, a child. And that's what they're trying to destroy. So if that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what will. Because it fires me up. And it fires me up big time when they try to go after the nuclear family, the core family, God's formation to raise children. And that's not only worth fighting for, it's worth dying for, to protect it. Matthew 13, 24 to 30. Jesus presented another parable to them saying, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tars among the wheat and went away. And when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, then the tars became evident also. The slaves of the landowner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tars? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Do you want us then to go and to gather them up? But he said, No. For while you are gathering up the tars, you may uproot the wheat within them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather up the tars and bind them in the bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Children are growing up around the tars. And unfortunately, many of the tars we didn't see, even though they're grown adults. They're teachers. They're people in the community. As we now see the tars... We have to strengthen the wheat. 
And as they become available to that, we can harvest and we can bind the TARS. How? If your children are in school, get them out. Start reinforcing the family unit. Make it stronger. Put God greater in the center of your house. If you're a single parent, you have a lot of responsibility on you, but you can do it because Jesus is with you. And right now, if you're a single parent or if you're parenting in a way, hopefully with through prayer, we can start finding some bridges with those families that are split. This is a time now for healing on those places. These aren't easy spaces, but neither is dealing with these retards like Klaus Schwab and the WHO and the UN or the evil that has sprouted itself amongst the great fields of wheat that God brought into this world. But our families are central to all of this. They're beautiful. They're gifts. I'm one who is blessed, have had, who have has had the experience of a beautiful family. My parents are amazing. And it has made a difference. So we have to start helping children, whatever that takes. Couple last things tonight. This weekend, and I meant to mention this earlier, it's been a lot of stuff going on. I'll mention it tomorrow night. Um, Helios Farms is going to be in Oregon, is having an event, and it's a three day event. I'm going to be talking on Saturday, it looks like, and definitely on Sunday. I won't be there a long time. I've got a lot going on because I've got some other stuff going on next week, which I'll talk about in a second. But this is going to be a good event. Um, check out their website, Helios Farms. Really good stuff. There's going to be a lot of stuff. They're going to do farm tours. They're going to show you how to do a lot of different things. Sounds like a really good event. So take advantage of it if you're in the area. It's going to be good. Secondly, um, and I'm, you're going to hear some different podcasts coming up in next week because next week, if all plans hold as they are, meaning like my Jeep is back running normal, which it almost is, um, I'm going out at, as a guest of Ted and Shemaine Nugent for their kids camp in Omaha, Nebraska. And I'm going to be going out to that a week from this Saturday. And I'll give you an updated podcast at the end of the day on that. It's going to be pretty neat. I'm going to get a chance to see a, a, a really amazing kids development program. And so it's going to be pretty cool. Ted was on Alex Jones tonight, by the way, if you want to check that out. So anyway, that's a couple things coming up. And then there is another event. And I'm going to see if I can find it here real quick. And I should, I really, this is one that kind of happened and we've been going fast and I really didn't get the whole update on it. But this event that's happening here is May 28th. Saturday, May 28th, from 12 to 4 Eastern. And it's going to be in Pendleton, Kentucky. And this is a county-by-county county event being put on by a BDAD, by a Bard's family person, fam, member. And it's all about the seven pillars of action, and it's a big meeting they're having up there. We'll put that up on... Make sure we get it up on our Telegram channels and we'll get it up on uh, Gap. And we'll get the same thing about Helios Farms. You can find that. So in the next 24 hours, you can find all those pretty easily. So those are just good events to be at. 
And these are really good things if you're local to that. I've said all along I want to be um, – I really want to be active in helping support these events, and especially if they're local to you. It's really big. So, All right, Patriots, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for this time we've come together and just thank you deeply for the eyes to see. We are really uh, – Humbled would be a word by the gift of sight. You've allowed us to see deeply and truly what our world is like. And we just pray for the many that still can't see, that they can be gifted the eyes to see and to wake up. This is a time right now that there's so much at stake. And as this unravels, there's going to be so many people seeking and asking and even living in fear and anxiety. And there's no reason to if they have a relationship with Christ and with you, Father. So this is where we are. And we're here in this time to help facilitate a deeper relationship with you for the many that are there. And so we just pray for that opportunity to engage those and the many in a way with the gift of words that you can give us, the guidance that you can give us in such a way that we can open their hearts and give them peace. We are faced in such an important time right now of personal accountability. And so we also pray for accountability. So Father, guide us in this time, protect us, lead us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's a beautiful time. In spite of all its challenges, it's a perfect time to be alive and to be awake and to be experiencing all that's going on. Because we do make a difference. And that's just it. We're not just sitting and marking time. We're making a difference. Each one of us. Critical piece in the body of Christ. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need a lot of prayers for the healing of this nation. And it is healing. I think we can all feel it, but it's a struggle, and it's going to be a rough walk to get to that point, but we'll get there. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Walk fearlessly with Jesus. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something.
Something to fight. 